Welcome to our Portuguese Table Podcast. I'm Maria Lott and the Azorian Green Bean. And I'm Angela Samoz, and we're just two chicks dishing about Portuguese food, culture, and what it means to be Portuguese. So grab a glass of vinho or un copo de café and join us as we talk about our favorite foods, reminisce about growing up Portuguese, and interview some of our community's most successful chefs and food writers. So, so sit, sit down, down at our Portuguese, Portuguese table. table. Hello. hello, hello, hello. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You know, it's, for those that uh, have never seen us doing this, they're going, what the heck? It I is different. Voices. Right? <laughs> it's, so, it's like even different for us. I mean, because usually I'm like sitting here with my earbuds in and I'm looking around and doing this and it's like, no, I have to look here. Oh, I know. <laughs> I love it. I love, well, you know, it's, we were it's, just saying it's the new normal, right? It's the, the new, new normal. The, yeah. It's, it's the new normal. How have you been, how have you been uh, holding up with this whole shelter in place thing? Well, I've been actually home since early April. I mean, early, because, I mean, er, early March, excuse yeah. me. That's right. Early March. Uh, see, I have no time. I know. Time, I don't know what day it is. Yeah, it's linear. Everything is linear, right? <laughs> Every the, everything goes into one, and I guess that is mm-hmm. what life is. It's linear. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're getting very deep here now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, I had um, an event that I went to up in Foxborough, up at Gillette Stadium, and it was a travel show. So I I attended that travel show for a couple of days um, on Saturday and Sunday. I was there, and in even though. Already, we were talking about not shaking hands with people and being, you know, it was a type of thing where it's still okay. You know, it it, it wasn't, the CDC was still saying that we could still do these things. Let's put it that way, because we were not going to do anything that was going to put anyone in jeopardy. And so I, I was in an event that had, you know, well over thousands of people that went through this event. So as, and no word of a lie, it was like the Monday or Tuesday after that event is when they were like, okay, no more events like that. Mm. And so I'm like, oh my God, what if, you know, Mm -hmm. it was just two days of difference. I know. So me being me going, oh my God, my children, I can't see my children. I can't. Oh my God. What if I, what if I picked mm-hmm. it up? Because mm-hmm. they, kept, they kept saying you can be asymptomatic. Yeah. And so what if, and if we've got to now start treating everybody, like everybody has it, mm-hmm. including yourself, mm-hmm. then I've got to stay away from everybody. So I have been, it's going on. It's yeah, it's, it's a month. It's a yeah, month. We're in, we're in week four also because California was pretty quick to say, yes. okay, schools are closed, you know, essential businesses only. Yeah. And so we've been, uh, this is our week four as well, which means also week four of homeschooling and trying to juggle everything. And yeah. So I, I just before this, I watched the Portuguese kids new video, Portuguese parents homeschooling. Yes. <laughs> Hilarious. And yeah, the whole thing, like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? There's a lot of crying that happens. I love that. I love that. I know one and two is three, but what's the yeah. wiggle line? What's the circle? What's the? Can I just say, yeah. I to- I mean, what is it with the boxes? Yeah, I really I don't understand the whole box thing. They spend more time drawing freaking boxes than they do yeah. actually learning. <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway, core. core math. What is core? What is core? Common math? core. Yeah, common core. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Um, no. Yeah. No. So for us, I mean, but I've been, so for me though, like I've been working from home for five years. Right. So that aspect for me hasn't changed. The difference is I'm used to being home alone <laughs> and now I'm not home alone. So, you know, my husband's working from home Yeah, and we're trying to, you know, tag team with the schooling. Yeah. And, and that's been, that's been a challenge like yesterday. So sometimes she'll, 
our daughter will like FaceTime with a friend and they'll do an assignment together, which is so cute. Right. But they're six. And so they get distracted very easily and they go from doing the assignment to, you know, being silly. And so then it's like, so then I told her, I said, all right, that's it. You can't do that anymore. But it makes me feel like I'm in school. Oh, oh, now I'm a horrible parent. Okay. fine. You know, go ahead and do it. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, the good thing though, is I've actually connected and FaceTimed with family members that I haven't in a while. So, I mean, that's a good thing. The whole thing about, FaceTiming. I, I, we FaceTime our daughters every day. We uh-huh. have a set time every day. Do you all do it as a group or do you do the, we do it as a group. Oh, well, that's nice. we, do it through, we do it through WhatsApp. And oh, yeah. yeah. So we all, we all, we all have a family chat going on all the time, yeah. just a way to stay connected. We've always done that before, but now we have the added, you know, putting on and everyone being together. So it's good to see my three girls. It's good to see my granddaughter. Mm. I get to see, you know, she's going on seven months now. So, so she's, she's like interactive and yeah, yeah she's she sitting up already that mm. little lump. Mm. And she's like, I could see, I love, she's like really chunky. So cute. <laughs> so I like, I see that and I'm like, Oh my God, I want to squeeze her, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. was it a, uh, last week, last week, my my daughter, um, who, who has the baby, who's got my Amelia, my my granddaughter, she was saying, "Oh, mom, Rob and I, my my, my son in law and her were talking, and they were like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have some bifanage? And wouldn't it be nice to have some, you know, some pops and this and that? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm like, oh, yeah, like, what are you thinking? Like, what do you do? What would you want? So they're like, oh, we would want this, 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 you know, kind of thing. So we have um, a few, we've got a bakery in our town, which Mm -hmm. they're doing the most awesome thing. You're not going in the bakery. You call the bakery, you tell them what you need, Mm -hmm. and then you go through their drive-thru. When you get to the microphone, you give them your name, and then when you go to the window, they just hand you the stuff. Nice. And so, you know, and of course, everyone's wearing masks and gloves and and you pay beforehand. So there's no exchange of money mm-hmm. or there's none of that. So, and then the same thing with, um, because a lot of our restaurants that we like also are doing takeout right. or, or delivery or, mm-hmm. you know, all these different things. So we ordered some, and there really isn't any Portuguese per se restaurants close to where they live in Rhode Island. So, um, what? So we, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my God. It is. Beyond. I thought it was like every square mile of Rhode Island had a Portuguese restaurant. <laughs> no, it's if you're in East Providence, Bristol, you know, oh, that okay. specific area. But if you're anywhere else beyond that, no. Hmm. So we said, okay, let's order some, some things for them. And we drove up. We didn't tell them we were coming. Dropped it on their doorstep. Dropped it on their doorstep. Sweet. And uh, then like backed away from like the thing, called them and said, look outside your door kind of thing. And I swear to God, I I did that. I'm glad my my daughter was laughing. First of all, it was like, oh my God, like I was not expecting it. And then she's like, it's almost like Portuguese crime, you know? (laughs) That's awesome. <laughs> I have to say, that's so cute. That is that is great, though. That first of all, that she still that that now she lives close enough thank for you God. to do that. Yeah, thank God. and yeah. thank you to the restaurants that are staying open and doing takeout. Right. Yeah, and and that's one of the things like that. Bob and I were trying like every week to help out and order or do some type of business with people that we've always done business with to just keep them going, you know, as much as we until, I mean, they keep saying there'll never be a lockdown. You know, they keep saying that, but of course in the back of my head, I always like, "Mm, what if they say, let's, let's lock it down for a week or two. Yeah. You know, 
So I always keep like, okay, we need to make sure we keep doing this as much as we can. Yeah. And kind of save everything that I have more in the freezer. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Kind of extend as much and spread as much as we can with what we have. No, we're, we're, well, we're going through our freezer now. I mean, if now's a time to every sausage we've gotten there, every, you know, Tupperware soup that we've made, every, let's just go through it all, you know, and, and uh, make sure we're using it and being resourceful. Um, but, um, speaking of being resourceful, so I made, you know, I did a post on Facebook, letting people know that we were kind of getting back into it and what should we talk about? And and somebody asked about, we should talk about being resourceful and, Oh, okay. Kind of getting back into the kitchen or a lot of people are trying new recipes, that sort of thing. So I, I have to say, I haven't tried anything new per se, but I have, I have made a couple of things. I've made like bacalhau bras and stuff, but, um, I know you've been doing some live feeds talking about how to make your own starter and stuff like that. So have you made anything new or have you heard people trying new stuff? I think everyone is right now going back to basics Mm -hmm. and there is comfort in, Mm. uh, in that. So when all this began, you know, first of all, it was like, what the hell is going on? Right. Yeah. I can only it, buy two things of milk at the grocery store. We're in America in the year 2020. What the hell is going on? I mean, correct. Yeah. Correct. The Our, land of excess and we're limited. The land, exactly. It's, it's, uh, it's beyond. But I, I read something yesterday and I, I shared this on my live yesterday too. And it explains how our food is because I'm of course now I'm always reading now on every little thing I can think I can look at I'm always reading and with food I'll I'll give you this much in the United States 50% of Americans nourish themselves by eating at restaurants yeah I heard you say that yesterday that's like astonishing crazy well actually I hate to say it I'm surprised it's not more Yep. They said 50%. So what happens is our food supply, our food chain, you have specific farmers and all of that stuff, purveyors that specifically just sell to restaurants, cafes, your, all that stuff. And then you've got your other farmers and all that, that sell to grocery chains. So if you have 50% of the people buying at grocery stores and you've got 50% of people who do the majority of eating out and do not cook all they have, you know, is might be some Mm -hmm. wine here and cheese and non-perishable kind of stuff, but you've got these two. Now the majority of restaurants are closed. They need that food. Now Mm -hmm. that is why we have, you know, chains have not been able to replenish as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. they've got a set number. It's not that same 50%. There is now more, more, more people. people going to the grocery store. So it's yeah. not that we have shortage. It's just the way that things are allocated. And right. so I was mentioning this also yesterday. My, my daughter, one of my daughters lives up in Western Mass. Now, Western Mass is a lot of farmland. There's a lot of dairy farms and farmers and all. I mean, she's out in, you know, whatever. She loves it out there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful country out there. But her, there's a dairy farm that they love to go because they make their ice cream in the summertime. That's her, oh, their cool. favorite place to go for ice cream in the summer and all that stuff. They're throwing away milk. Yeah, I've seen that. You know, two two things that I think when I see that, the distribution, however it's set up, is incredibly flawed yes right? the yes. regulation whatever it is and I don't understand it I just yes. see that and I think that is an incredible waste and so the process is very flawed my yes. second thought is call every Tia Maria in the area tell them that there's some free milk and they will all go you. make cage because yes, like, mm, hello yes. yeah I, mean, I know why I know. wouldn't you I just it's like oh. because there's probably their license does not allow them to sell directly. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, the process is flawed. The process is 
plot. In the yes. same way that there are farmers out in California that are letting their fields of vegetables die. Because yes. once again, it's supposed to go to the restaurants and not to the grocery stores. But we've got grocery stores that need more vegetables. So why isn't the grocery store chains picking that up? It, yeah. It's like common sense has gone out the window for certain or, or the or that you know okay let's collect the that excess and take it to a homeless shelter or a food bank or places right. where because you have those places that are asking for donations that right. are saying we have a greater need more now than ever and what? so you know an emergency policy exception whatever you call it in the process yes take your food and give it away you know and, and- Get it. I get it that this we would never have predicted this ever in our lifetime. I get it. This is a hundred year mm-hmm. type of thing where this is our this is our thing that we will have for our lifetime of mm-hmm. of this. So I get it that when things are going in life, you're not thinking. God forbid, one day, if this happens, what would happen with, you yeah. know, it's almost like we never really plan. And 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 I, I'm almost naive to think that our leaders, our powers that be would always have a plan A and a plan B. <laughs> but there is none. No. Everyone is mm-hmm. doing it by the, you know, yeah. they're winging, they're winging, they're winging it. it. Totally. They're winging it. These when, are people and, that we put in power and they're winging it. I could have winged it. Not in heaven. You know, the funny part is though, too, is that the same applies for like large corporations. Yes. You know, even in not times of emergency, you would think that like the largest corporations have, you know, good processes in place that they're efficient. I mean, otherwise, how do they become, you know, billion dollar corporations? Oh, no. Right. They're still using Excel for most of their, I mean, it's just that, that inefficiency or that lack of plan is rampant and it's just, it's unfortunate, but I will say, um, you talk about reading, uh, have been reading though, that this is a dress rehearsal that, that a bigger plague, if you will, is coming, you know, sooner than another hundred years. And so I just hope that to your point that our leaders use this as a true dress rehearsal and whatever plans they have put in place, it's not just a one and done. It's a, okay, this is the plan, right. whether it happens again in five years, 25 years, 50 or whatever it is yeah. that, you know, they are now that we will be better prepared because if we're not, Oh, good Lord, help us. You know, you know I'm looking, I'm my backyard and my husband, um, you know, hates cutting the grass, hates doing all that stuff. At one time we had a nice big garden in our backyard and, you know, and then what would happen is the rabbits would eat it and the gophers would eat it and all that stuff. But we always had that going on until one year, my husband said, that's it. We're putting a cement patio. I swear to God, he is Portuguese because that's what my father would do. He would be like, I can't do the grass. We're putting cement. So we did a cement patio and then gravel in the back with a fire pit. So it's like, there is no, no, no garden. There is no patch of, well, all we have is in the front of our yard. And I said to him the other day, I said, I wish we had that patch in the backyard because I could grow some vegetables back there because I've always gone to the farm stand. I've always gone to our farmers in the area and all that stuff to get fresh, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, it's almost like we have to become really self-sufficient and yeah. self-supporting. And, and with, you know, going back to our roots and all that stuff, I start like, I'm getting, you know, text, not messages from people going, I went to the store, there's no flour. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I can't help you with that. And then, or there'll be people who are going, because now is the time. It's almost like, like I said before, comfort food and comfort is bread. And Mm -hmm. not everybody has a bakery next door or a bakery close by open. So people are making breads. So I was getting a lot of questions having to do with baking bread. And I have to be honest with you, the first week I was home, I was baking bread. I I think, and I mentioned it before, I think it was the the total thing that it takes to bake bread or to to do it is there's a lot of kneading. 
and mm. I needed to punch some stuff. <laughs> Who is your and aggression? I, it's two, twofold. You're nourishing your family and you're getting your aggression out. Yes. So it was like, <laughs> and then, you know, and then out of all that comes this beautiful loaf of bread, you know? Well, yeah. You know, but. I don't know. It's there's comfort in it because after the house smells wonderful. It's you know, it's it's it kind of for those of us that you know feel it, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a good feeling to of stuff like that 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 when times were different. So yeah. you kind of go back to that, and then all of a sudden, I think everyone in this whole United States. No, no, I take it back. The world because I was hearing people from people in Australia. That yeah, you've not quite the international crowd, I have to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, people from Australia were, were sending me messages like, we don't have yeast. New Zealand, we have no yeast. Canada, certain parts of Canada, no yeast. It was like, what do we do? We've got flour, but we have no yeast. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, so, you know, I, I've got like three packets of yeast, but they're telling me if I go to my local you know, Shaw's a stop and shop. There's no yeast here there now mm-hmm. too. So what the hell am I going to do? And call my aunt. You know, we almost have to go back to our- What did you guys do when you had no, like, yeah. Because they didn't because have a stop and shop 200 years ago, right? No. Yeah, so, so it, you know, my my aunt is in, in her 80s. And so, so when we have our, el- let's put our elders in our family. We really need them more now than ever mm-hmm. because give them a call, mm-hmm. talk to them, not only to, to catch up on them and, and to, to hear their voices, to make sure they're doing well, but ask them, ask them family stories, mm-hmm. ask them what they used to do, because let me tell you, they've got the answer. They've got the answer because they've done it. You know, and I, and I've said this before, and I, I've said this to my girls, and I think I said that yesterday in my in my life too was that I take comfort in knowing that my ancestors went through a lot of suffering and without, mm-hmm. and they made it mm-hmm. because they made it because we're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they made it through, so it's we can do it too. You know, and they made they made without so much more than what we're making without now. Right. It's in our and DNA. It's in our DNA. You yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. It's, and I think it's in all of us. It's in all of us. We, we're, we're, gosh, darn it. We're Americans. <laughs> no, but it's a good point. Cause I mean, and you even see it um, we're, we're, yeah. on Facebook with all the things that people are doing, right. Everything from, I mean, I have to say I, the creativity and people um, being able to make the most of it, specifically the Portuguese community, has really yeah. been amazing. Yeah. From the amount of of food people are cooking and trying new things to well, uh, sewing masks, you have a lot of people sewing masks. And yes. big shout My, out to Goretti Silvera, uh, not yes, Goretti Gore- oh, Medeiros from Rooster so Camisa. Yes, talk um, about someone who yeah. just went. This is bullshit. I'm, I'm making them about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Her to, you know, folks like the Portuguese kids or Taylor Amarant or. um, Yeah, I'm going to be on this week. I know. I saw last week. You did a great job. It was fun. It was fun. You did a great job. And then we have like musicians. Like out here, we have um, Alcige Mashabu and and, uh, Emily Pons. They're like doing free concerts, you know. You've got Tommy Castro doing a blues acoustic concert. I mean, so like people are just putting it out there and, and yeah. making the best of it because like you said, we're survivors. We know how to, we're to survivors. And, and I get it that, you know, we're here in the United States, we're a country of immigrants. Mm-hmm. We are a country of immigrants. It might be one, two, three generation, but we, our DNA comes from immigrants and we are really tough people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like I said, we survived and we thrived. Some of us thrived and we just have to understand that that is in our DNA. Yeah. End of story. And so the stories of when you're making bacon, you save that bacon fat, you yeah. save that bacon fat <laughs> and mm-hmm. because you're going to need that. You don't, you want to stretch your oil in frying. Right. Right. Or you want to stretch your butter. 
in, in saute, you know what I mean? You use the bacon fat instead. Uh, mm -hmm. When you're making, uh, when you're using vegetables, don't throw away the scraps. You save the scraps. Because what happens is you save the scraps and I saved uh, like a, a, like this much of scraps, you know, that was cat, that was zucchini, that was some uh, potatoes, some onions, whatever I was cleaning. Instead of throwing out or putting in the compost, I put it in a Tupperware. It filled up. I put it in a pot, filled it up with water and let it boil. You made a vegetable stock. I made a vegetable stock. So you're talking like the peelings, like the ends of stuff. You got stuff, it. Uh, the cores of whatever. It. Yes. So it's almost, you really have to make something out of nothing. Out of everything. Yes. Or, or, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Where that was something you would just discard. No, no, no. You want to mm -hmm. keep it because that's a great vegetable stock. You And that'll go towards making your soups or your yeah. stews or your... Yeah whatever the case may be. And then it was talking to my aunt about how to create a starter because you're right. Mm. You know, they didn't go to the grocery store or the bakery, you know, they were baking yeah. twice a week for their family, you yeah. know, and then, and then it was the messages of people going after the first two weeks. I have so much bread. I've been baking every day <laughs> that, you know, I have all this bread. What do I do with all this bread? What, what recipes do you have to use the bread? So it was like, Oh my God, I can remember all these things that my, that we would do with extra day old or two or mm -hmm. three day old bread, you know, whether it was in the soups or using bread instead of pasta. I, I that I learned when I was in Italy that I learned. And that was really using I, I bread instead of pasta to do what? Yes. Yes. When, when Bob and I were very blessed that we've been able to travel to different parts and Italy is, um, especially the, the Tuscany area is one of our favorites, um, because it's a very rustic, I find it very close to Portuguese food. Okay. I really, I really do. Cause mm. it's meat, potatoes, bread, cheese, fruit. I mean, it's okay. one. So it's like, oh, I'm home. I, mm. You know, it's all, it's all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, we were in a restaurant, oh my God, like in this village and they had this, the soup of the day. And I always go for the soup of the day for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And then it was a bread soup. That was number one where they took the, and I went, oh my God, my dad would have this all the time. Like almost like an asurdo, but okay. it, the the bread kind of um, soaked up everything. So there was no liquid. Oh, okay. It was, so it was soaked up bread with, uh, with some beans and some bacon bags. It was like, oh my God. And then it was this other dish that they had that I saw someone else going, Ooh, I want that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was layers of, and I'm looking at it going, okay, I can do this. I can replicate this. And what they did is instead of, let's say lasagna, let's say, because it looked like a lasagna anyway, instead of using the lasagna noodles, you use slices of old bread. So okay. just switch off your, instead of lasagna noodles, you're going to be cutting slices of bread and you're going to be making layers of that. If you just substitute that, mm -hmm. and what they did is it was a sauce. It also had a cheese sauce, which, you know, a bechamel sauce if you want and then they had like slices of like zucchini and then bread Ooh. and it was one after the so but it would have to be a hearty bread though wouldn't it i mean uh if you're looking at it like a vienna bread uh vienna bread cut up in a um vienna bread is like the long the longer um almost like a baguette yeah but it's oh you don't have them over there in the in okay uh you could do that with your pancazero the round ones that they make that are more hearty mm -hmm. and that would be a little bit more thicker and if you're looking at two to three day old bread that's hard it's gonna be yeah okay okay so you're not, you're not using this with fresh bread you're using this with old bread Got it. but what i've been doing a, a lot of is i've been making tohadash i even mentioned that yesterday to the kids mm. when i was I, you know, you cut them up in the slices, you put it in the oven and it gets nice and toasted. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then you've got pavish that you can yeah. put in a bag and snack on, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, 
And then I've done that. And then it's gone, oh, I have so much tohada. Yeah. Put it in the, the blender and bzzz, And bread I always crumbs. got breadcrumbs. So That's my favorite like, thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other thing too is bread freezes really well. Yes, it does. Yes, it so does. So if you just want to throw the loaves in the freezer, that yeah. freezes really that's well. That's fine too. Yeah. yeah. And of course there's bread pudding, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> so I, so I will say I have never made bread. You haven't. No. All right. My basic one that I have in my book. Okay. Is a really easy one. And my, I think I shared it. It's on my website. It's called milk bread. Pondle. Okay. okay. That's real. That's a real easy one too. Okay. So if you're going to start with those, start with that one. Okay. I, I, I'm going to try this, this coming week because Aurelia is off on her spring break, even though we're not yeah. going anywhere. She just doesn't have schoolwork to do. So I'm thinking we're going to do like some home ec, you know, classes. We are, we already right. made, so I've made banana bread, right? But okay. not, but you can make biscuits with her. Yes, we are. We're going to roll them and then do the thing. Yes, we're going to do that. Cause she, we made them a couple of years ago. And so she, that was a request of hers that she wants to do it again. So we're going to do that. So in lieu of making it though, I did order a couple of, um, found medios from Jeremiah. Oh, so good. Love that guy. Um, and then I we, love him. I, I wish he, I wish I looked mm, closer. Mm-hmm. I wish I looked closer. That's for sure. Cause it, yeah. you know, the stuff that he's making and I can't wait till his, his book. book. Is- oh my God. It's going to be beautiful. You know, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Like you're going to want to like tear out the pictures and frame them all over the yes. house. You know, yes. I, I'm already seeing how gorgeous it is just by what he, little he shares. You know what I, I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and oh. you just, you just know, you just yeah. know that it, it's going to be, I'm so, I'm so proud of him. I am so proud well, of him. Talk about the Portuguese entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, and, and doing things out of your home. I mean, he's doing the pop-up baking stuff and selling them out of his home. He doesn't even need a, a location, right? I mean, he's, no. he's doing great, great stuff. He, yeah. um, and then I also ordered masa from Masvada um, from the Portuguese kids. You did? I did. Oh it, hasn't, it hasn't arrived yet. But I also sent my mom like a big care package because, you know, she's home alone. And she's like, I don't think I'm going to try some new stuff. So I sent her the formage for the queijo uh, fresco, right? Oh, so she's going to try that. And she has yeah. the rent. And she said she's going to use your recipe to it's so, so easy, so easy. And then I sent her some little, you know, cans of sardines and some tuna and a, just, I sent her like a whole little care package. Like, okay, go have fun. That's so cute. Get That's so cute. Yeah. And then she wants to try making the kavakas again, because we tried to make them a few years ago, but we didn't use the, the, the mixer. So we didn't get oh, the air. You need the air. Yeah, and it didn't. They taste okay, but they didn't look. You know what's funny when you really think about it? When I mean, in the olden days, they used their hand to do that. Imagine. No wonder those old ladies were so strong. You've got that right. You do not mess with a Portuguese lady, especially like that. And Uh because I mean, the beating that went on, and for a long period of time. To get yeah. the air into it that now we yeah. take for granted using our KitchenAid or our mixer on mm-hmm. high speed, this, mm-hmm. you know, to get that same, yeah, up, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. The only thing I'm thinking of for, I mean, cause it's Easter, it's Easter, the Sunday, know. you know, and I, um, you know, I'm not having Easter so different this year. I know. And we were planning on hosting. So we went from having, you know, like 15 people to just three of us. And I don't yeah. even know what to make. Honestly, I haven't been thinking about it. I'm like, I, we were going to have a roast. I mean, maybe I still make a roast, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, the same thing, you know, it's always here. Easter is here with my family. So I, I was thinking, oh my God, I saw pictures that came up from like Google pictures that come up from a year ago. Mm. And it was, you know, today I was setting up like the table and like already getting things ready, you know, with the hydrangeas on the table and the bunnies mm-hmm. on the table and all of that stuff. And, and to going to, 
I have no idea, just like you, what I'm going to make because mm-hmm. it's yeah. just Bob and I. It's just yeah. Bob and I. Uh, Gracie's going to be with us, but she's going to have kids. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and we're going to do FaceTime with all of us eating in our own homes. Oh, that's kind of a nice idea. Yeah. That is the, it was like our, our virtual table. Yeah. That's a you know? great idea, actually. Yeah. I, I really like that idea. So like you can have, like you and Bob are going to sit you know, like side by side and then have the, that's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. I like that. And that way we're eating together, but more, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that that's the only, that's the only way I can think of us all being together. And we usually, like I said, we usually, uh, we do every day within a certain time every day we get together mm-hmm. and we talk, but it's just, how's your day? How is it going? What's new? What's going on? You know, yeah. two of my girls are teachers, so they're still working with their kids. Mm. You know, one of my daughter um, is a special needs teacher. So she's working with, you know, one-on-one because she'll, mm. she has a very small class. So she's still doing that. Um, you know, my, uh, my other daughter who's up in Western Mass, you know, she's doing a, a class on Zoom so that the kids can talk mm-hmm. to her. We've been doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so they've got their day and my, my daughter who has a, um, and her husband, they're still work. They're both working from home and, uh, thank God, thank God, thank God that we can, the still people do that, that work from home can still do that. Thank God. And, but they're working from home full time, both of them, but also taking care of Amelia full time. So that's been really challenging for them. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever time she can find, you know, a few minutes to be able to speak to us, you know, yeah. it's in between it all. But that's, that's going to be the little, um, the little things we can do to, to stay together. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's our plan, but I have no idea what I'm going to be making. The, I am not making sweet bread. I know you said that yesterday on your live feed. I can't, I, I don't think I can for the simple fact that when I make it, I make, you make a it. Lot. Yeah. yeah. And I like to give it away. And so I you could go be the Easter bunny and drop it off. I think that would make me more. Yeah. You know, I had um, my aunt Lalia, for example, she called me up and she said, Maria, I made masks. So I have two for you, two for Bob. Uh, I've got a couple for your kids, which we mailed them. We mailed them to our girls. So they have them. So we each have two that my aunt made. She goes, so you wear one. And then you have, you put it in the wash and you have another one kind of like, you know, so we have two. Okay. And she's just, this. I'm very blessed. I'm very, very blessed that I have my aunt. And so she's like, I'm going to leave it outside the door. And, you know, I can't see you. You can't see me. And so I went, you know, picked it up and in the car after I cried. I cried. Because I, I, I wanted to hug her. Yeah. You know, I wanted to see her and I wanted to hug her. And cause. It's that, very, it's very strange not being. It's able to very strange. People. And I'm a yeah. hugger. I'm a yes. hugger. <laughs> yes, you are. I love. Well, we're uh, huggers. I mean, huggers and kissers is, is Portuguese. Yes. People. Yes. I, yeah. I love. When not everyone, you know, you've got to be not everyone. I want to put it out there. Not everyone. But I, when I love, I love, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I, and when I even like deep love and I, I like that. I love yeah. to hug. I love to hug and say yeah. thank you. And, and, um, and I love you and, and all of these things that, Oh, oh my goodness! Someone is barking away because there's a UPS truck outside our oh, door. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I can't hear her though. <laughs> you couldn't. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. Uh-uh. Um, and I feel like if I'm going to be doing that and seeing people through windows and stuff, it, I, I'm, I'm going to be a mess. I'm going to. You be know, what? it reminds me of like a really bad 
80s sort of apocalyptic movie. Yes. Right? Where yes. We, we each exist in our little pods and we see each other through screens. Not that we never see the outdoors because we can actually go for a walk, but it seems very, I just feel like we're in a, in a bad movie, you know, yeah. to that point. You know, I have to, I have to tell you, and I, I said this to my girls uh, the other day and I, I just, you know, of course now we have more time to reflect, mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know? So I, I said to them, you know, when I wake up in the morning, first thing when you wake up, it's almost like you forget about everything. It's for that mm. split moment where you think that everything is normal. Mm. I have that mm. in the morning. Really? I wake up and it's almost like, oh, you know, oh, oh, whatever kind of thing. It's like, oh, my day. And it's all of a sudden like, oh, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. not. And I, I've been having a very hard time sleeping and I'm, I'm a, I love my, I swear to God, when my, <laughs> when my kids were little, when they were babies, I'm a sound sleeper. Like I'm like, I hit that, I'm done. The babies would cry, whatever. It would be Bob waking me up, Maria. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Cause I'm like, boom, out. And I've always been that all my life until now. And I think I'm going on day six. I'm going on day six. Of not being able to sleep? Not being able to sleep. Wow. So, and I'm like going through, going, all right, what do I need to do just here? Because of the anxiety of not seeing I, family and the fact that I, Easter's I, coming up. Yeah, it's just like all of these things that yeah. are, I can't shut it off in my head. Does that make mm. sense? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I think I need to, after I talk to my girls, at night, I'm going to have to put my phone aside. Mm. Like just not look at my phone anymore. Mm. Um, I and not watch any more news and, mm. and I'm not going to watch TV for too long in the evening either and kind of shut everything down and meditate or maybe prayer or uh, read just something to kind of calm myself oh, down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's been really rough on me lately. And to the point where I'm thinking I might have to call my doctor to see, cause I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And I hate taking pills. I hate taking. Yeah. Stuff. Have you been painting? I know. See, I, I, ha- I was doing that before and now I will, I'm not, but you're right. You're right. Cause I will say, I mean, the good thing is that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Yes. At yes. some point, this is going yes. to end, right? Yes. It's not going to be forever. And yeah. there have been, there are some silver linings to this, at least from, from my perspective. Like, you know, our weekends are more free now. And yeah. we've actually done drives to the coast and gone off for a picnic. And, you know, we've actually had more opportunity now to, like, do some of those things. Uh, I, can and, I say something? Yeah, I like I liked your husband's drone work. Oh, he's becoming quite the the pro. I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's fun. It's fun to to uh, go out there, like going on hikes and stuff. Because we always we need to go on hikes. We need to be more active. We need to. But then the weekend comes. You've got housework to do. You've got you know a family dinner. You've got an event. You've got a this. You've got a that. And then before you know it, it's Sunday night, and you didn't go on a hike. You didn't do. And so the universe essentially said, um, cancel everything. And spend more time with your family is kind of what the universe said, right? And granted, you can't, the extended family, you can't. But with us here at home, we're cooking more, you know, yeah. I have to get more creative, which means that we're also eating more pasta, which isn't always a good thing for me. <laughs> but, you know, we are cooking more. I'm not spending so much on like Starbucks and, you know, things like that. So there are, maybe if you made a, a li- like sat down and actually made a list of positive things that were coming out of this that might kind of get your brain in a more, I guess, positive mindset. And then there are some things that I think I would really love to, to keep that um, are coming out of this, like uh, zooming. I think that's going to be zooming with family. Cause so we had like a cost of family zoom and then we had a maddest family zoom and it's like, yeah, I mean, we don't have to wait until everything. Okay. (laughs) 
there. I'm like this, a car that just pulled up into my driveway. I have no idea. And then they took off. I have no idea. It's like, it's like, who the heck is that? It was a truck with, I did, are they delivering? I'm waiting for vegetables to be delivered to my house today. Oh, okay. Misfit. I'm I'm trying out misfits. Oh, like the misshapen vegetables? Yes. But I don't think it was. Was that a delivery, honey, that we had? Oh, it was UPS. You know, this is the thing now of us being able to do this live. I'm like looking out the window. I know. My husband, you know, it's just crazy. It's life, folks. It's life. It is. It is. Have you been having nightmares? Because I've been having a lot of nightmares. Um, Not nightmares. I have had a couple of like really weird dreams. Yeah. I Um, I should say more weird than anything. Yes. Yeah. Where I wake up and I go, what the hell? Like, okay. All right. (laughs) I guess Uh I... What did I eat last night that uh, made me have that dream? I don't know. It's really bizarre. Well, I I keep having one weird dream was that I was driving my car, but I hadn't driven it in so long that I forgot how to drive. How to drive. (laughs) Yeah. That, That was one. That was weird. And then the other weird dream, I was at the grocery store. Now, I have not been at the grocery store for a month now. I've not been at the grocery store. So I'm at the grocery store and I'm, you know, I've got my mask, I've got my gloves, I've got, I'm, I'm you know, doing all that. And I'm in, pushing my carriage and this weird man kind of comes by and he coughs and sneezes on me. And I take my carriage. Now this isn't my dream. I and take you ram him? Carriage, I ram him. I, <laughs> I push him down with the carriage and then I sit on him like a, like almost like a wrestling like boom. And I like stay, and I hold on to him down until the police come and get him. You are so angry. Like, I'm so angry in my dreams. So yeah. angry. I'm taking my first, the, whoever this poor man was, I beat the shit out of him with the carriage. <laughs> yeah, you, you are angry. My angry. goodness angry like do not come near me with a sneeze or a cough i will i will get you with the carriage (laughs) that's funny yeah no i stuff like that yeah no mine have just been really kind of weird um i'm not going to provide details but i will only say the dream reminded me of the phrase don't shit where you eat (laughs) that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Um, so, oh, do you still yeah. have shortages? Speaking of sh- shit, uh, do you still have shortages <laughs> of uh, TP toilet paper? Yes. Yes. So we have we've ordered some, and it's on back order. Um, mm-hmm. And so every time we we go out, we don't go out a lot. We go out when we know we need something. Um, yeah, and there's never. And it's funny because the late, the people at the store are like, you got to get here early. You got to get here early, you know? And well, the, uh, the early are the really, I mean, it's, it's set up for the very old. Yeah. So Adrian's actually gone to Costco twice and gotten in line and they've put up a sign that says like what we have in stock and what we have out of stock. So like essential. Smart. So he'll get there. Okay. There's eggs and, and TP and some stuff in stock. And then while he's in line, a guy comes over and moves over, you know, no longer in stock. Okay. Well, I guess I got to get out of line because everything that we were in line to go get, they don't have any more of. So, yeah. So we, I mean, we should be okay, but yeah, there's no shortage. And you know, a funny thing, I actually ran out of flour because I don't, I don't do a whole lot of baking. Right. So I don't, it's not something I buy a lot of, but yeah, we made banana bread and we were going to make something else and we have to go get it because, um, Adrian's going to make Pshtesnata for Oh, nice. That is one special thing we're having is Pshtesnata for Easter. If we can find flour. Um, I actually think we're going to get it from, um, Telmo Fria, who's, uh, oh, Umakasa. Yes. He's yes, selling yes, yes. items. Yeah. Oh, so we might beautiful. From him. Anyway. So yeah, so that's, one thing I'm out of. And then sugar, we were able to find sugar. I'm trying to think of what else we haven't been able to find. I think that's about it. Eggs, mm-hmm. eggs are limited. So I wish we could go buy 
lar- larger amounts of eggs, but they limit you to one thing. So ask, you know. um, but you're too far away from popular, aren't you? Um, they, no, they're only about 20 minutes from me. Um, ask, they're open on, on a limited well, basis. Ask Yoda Manuel if they're selling eggs and milk out of there too. That's a good idea. It, yeah. yeah. That, because our local bakery also, it's not something they, that you advertise, but if you ask them, some days they have extra eggs and milk. That's a good idea. Uh, in fact, a lot of businesses have been doing that. I think there's a restaurant nearby, uh, Lazy Dog, that's doing that. And then even the company that provides the hot lunches to Aurelia School. Yes. They have started selling pantry items and they'll wow. deliver. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Right. Very smart. Very yeah. smart. How is, um, in speaking to your mom, your, your siblings, mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. um, how's everyone doing? How's everyone, you know, coming on, you know, we're talking about the list of questions you asked yesterday on your, on your page and saying, Hey, we're going to start up again. And mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people had different mm-hmm. questions on, mm-hmm. um, and, um, uh, was one of them you, you mentioned to me earlier about relationships. Yes, that's going to be a heavy episode for us. That's a heavy one. I think yeah. we need, I need, we, I think we need a whole, I don't think an hour is going to be enough. I, I know, right? And we may have to find, actually, we should do this. We should find like a psychologist that has. A Portu- we can find a Portuguese, either family therapist or yes. a psychologist that would be perfect yes to have on yes absolutely but they have to be portuguese either and have experience um, with this community or or have grown up in it because the therapists that have no concept of the sense of obligation the guilt the all those kinds of things they like their solutions are like well you just stop talking to your mom for a while and you're like no that's that doesn't work then this (laughs) community i don't understand why no. you don't understand that yeah um, so yeah it's uh that would be but yeah no somebody asked about can you have a frank conversation about relationships in the portuguese community and the grudges and the guilt and the all that kind of stuff and i i read that and i was like yeah that's heavy <laughs> yeah I, we could do a whole hour just on grudges and yeah. we could do a whole hour just on guilt i we mean could. We really could because yeah. let me tell you, we hold on to things for dear life. We do. We do. And then when we want to let it go, it's like, watch out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I think we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. There I is know. no one that can say, I know, I know, I don't know that. Full of yeah. shit. You do it. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear. Well, the good thing is from that post, a lot of really great ideas for, for shows came up because I mean, Marie, we're at the, I think we're at the hour mark. I don't know, but no, we're not. Uh, no, we're not. We are. Not. I, I didn't actually like take note of when we started because we, you know, chit chat before we start. And then Scott is finally like, okay, he's going to get started here or what? But yeah, uh, no, we've been going for pretty much for an, an hour. hour. Yeah. You know, what's funny is we, of course, um, and I think we need to come clean of this. I need to come clean. So last week, Angela, oh, our trial run, our trial run, we said, we got to start this, you know, and, and we had, we had given it a rest. We had given it a rest. You know, we all, any of, of you who are fans, you'll understand why uh, we gave it a rest when I don't have to go down that road right now. And so when we said we would be ready again, we'd be ready again. So we contacted each other, you know, through text. We were, we're always texting, you know, that never stopped. We always text, how are you doing, whatever. And she's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay, let's do this. So I'm all excited. And then Angela says, well, instead of just talking on recording, let's try to do it the Zoom so we can see each other. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, let's do that, you know. I mean, everybody's and Zooming, might as well. And then we Zoom, I mean, YouTube. so it's time to Zoom. So let's do yeah. it. And then maybe we can do, you know, post our reg- this regular podcast on our usual uh, platforms of podcasting. Mm-hmm. And, and we could use the Zoom on our YouTube channel because we actually do have a YouTube mm-hmm. channel mm-hmm. And, uh, of our Portuguese table. And so 
I'm like, oh my God, what a great idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we do it. And I, we were number one, so excited to see each other's face. A lot of giggling. There was so much giggling. <laughs> there was so much rambling. Mm-hmm. It went like far into like so many different things. And at the end we were like, oh my God, we were just talking about like all of these random, like we, it was like it was the like top- Portuguese Seinfeld episode. You know, just like about nothing. About mm-hmm. nothing. So we're like, oh my God, that can't be a podcast. <laughs> so we went, no, we can't. We can't use that. Take we two. Can't. We can't. So, but what's funny in all this, today when we started it again, and it's great to see your face, your beautiful face. And we had Scott, who's our, our technical guy, who does all this and makes the magic happen and puts, you know, helps us with it. And so Angela had a great idea. She's like, next time we should have Scott on to talk about all these years. How, how many years have we been doing this? Upon, you know, if people, well, because we took some time off, they don't realize that we were doing it for about two or three, we've been doing it for two or three years. It's been, I want to say it's been four years. <gasps> Has it been? Like from our very first episode, I think. Yeah, I mean, we were we were the first podcast that had to do with talking about being Portuguese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were yeah. in, we in were. English form, in English language. We're not talking about yeah. Portuguese. We're talking well, and not and not doing language instruction. There had there were a couple of right, but yeah, correct. Yeah, we were, we were. So we've been doing this for a long time, and Scott has been with us been there the whole time the whole it's been the three of us it's been the three of us it's just like like almost like the oz he's behind the curtain (laughs) yeah he's behind the curtain Uh and it's the two of us and he kind of makes the magic happen and so the question was is have we changed have we changed have we Mm -hmm. remained the same are we crazy or are we just too, you know, whatever. And he came back and said, we were not crazy. See, well, he maybe, being, what's that? He's just being nice. <laughs> he's just being nice. I do think we should do that episode though. That would be hilarious. Oh my God. Oh my God. Go next, the oh, next yeah. one. The next one. Yeah, and he's we'll not that. Portuguese. So he's like, no, he's oh not. my God, I'm hearing all about Portuguese stuff. He has now become, I think, Portuguese. He gets an honorary listening card. to us all this time. He gets an honorary card, yes. I think he does. I mm-hmm. think he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, honey, it's it's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been fun. I hope our our uh, listeners and now viewers yes. enjoy <laughs> this new format. Yeah. Um we should do like a live one too someday. Oh my God. I'll have to figure out how to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at this, at this moment, I'm going to be really tech savvy. Cause oh, you are, I'm going to, I'm just like, okay, let's do X, Y, Z. Cause you're going to be telling Bob, you're going to be telling Bob. Oh no, Bob, this is how you connect. No, this is how you do it, honey. Not like Uh that. Uh (laughs) Um, well, we're back and, uh, yeah, it's, it was. Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. It's good yeah. to be back. Uh, you know, I've missed our conversations, and now it's almost like I said yesterday on my live. It's visita. We're having a visita, except the only yeah. thing is I can't give you any baked good or coffee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to make sure we have our our coffee with us, right? It's in the kitchen. Oh no! Next time you got to make sure. You Next time I'm having it with me. Because it's in the mo- morning time. Evening this is morning early. time. This yeah. is morning time for us. Yeah. All right, querida. All right. Right. Love, love you. you. Love you. Até a próxima. Até a próxima, querida. Bye-bye. Ciao. Thanks again for listening to our Portuguese Table podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on SoundCloud or iTunes. And all episodes can be found on our website at www.ourportuguesetable.com. You can also reach us at feedback at ourportuguesetable.com with comments, questions, or suggestions. Até a próxima! próxima.